Hello and welcome back to the Sonder Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Lobner. In here with me, as usual, is Travis Vickery, also known as uh, BCBH to all y'all guys following the uh, leaderboard on the tournament. Uh, Travis has entered in the True Hog Hunters Tournament and the Army Hog Hunters Tournament with a total of 47 hogs this year. He is also leading in the Army Hog Hunters Tournament with a total of seven, but you're lacking. Yeah, I in am. In the man. True Hog Hunters Tournament, you're down. You got seven in the True Hog Hunters Tournament, but you got a new name up there. Tell me about him. Uh, Clayton Reynolds, and he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, man. I mean, he's hopped in on uh, his first mission was 10 hogs, so he's he's putting in some work. Everybody here locally, you know, he, he has a business. Um, that's not his full-time job. It's something he does on the side. He is um, an outfitter. He takes people out hog hunting. He has the equipment. And he has the land to go out there and put up some serious numbers. I've personally uh, been hunting with him. And one of the funnest hunts I have ever been a part of, being strapped to the top of a Jeep, you know, basically just driving around, kind of poking along. He's got night vision and all and all that. We get thermals and basically scanning fields. And then when you see a pack of hogs, creep up on them with all the lights off. And then it's about the time they start to spook, the lights come on, he guns it, and uh, you just have at it with a, well, we were shooting a mixture of a semi-auto 12-gauge and 300 blackouts that night, so um, we didn't, if we, had we been better shots, we would have put up bigger numbers, but we were kind of right there in the peak of, of, of the season, all the fields have been harvested, and uh, you were really able to kind of go out there, and the pigs were—you could see them, oh, yeah. and you can get around, and and it was a it was a good time. So I know he's got the ability to go out and, and put up a lot. He did. That's that's one night. Yeah, ten hogs. That's, that's ten hogs yes. in one night. Um, <laughs> you just recently hunted a tournament, Goliad tournament. Am I correct? Yeah, it was uh, based out of Goliad. Um, it was for a uh, for a good cause. Uh, Guy from Goliad passed away a couple months back, so they put on a tournament for him. Um, not really one for the tournaments, but I knew it was going to a good cause, and, and uh, I wanted to have some fun, so I put up my money and uh, ran some dogs. How'd you do? I did all right. I didn't – I mean, I know I didn't get dead last, but I didn't come out top three either. But, I mean, we had some fun. We killed some good hogs. Um and it was just a fun time all the way around. Didn't sleep whole mu- uh, a whole lot, but uh, that's that's in tournaments. They're usually forty eight hours, and whoever can kill uh, the heaviest five hogs within forty eight hours, you usually come out with a buckle and some cash. We weren't one of them three teams, uh, unfortunately, but it was all right. Killed a killed a pretty good boar hog um, with some two inch cutters on one side. So, I mean, I got his head in the back of my truck, gonna skin him out and. He'll be have uh, he'll he'll be one to have in the backyard for some memories. So so you didn't do all that well in the tournament in Goliad, and that was one that you had to uh, actually y'all were gutting them. Yeah, you gut them and uh, you take them in there field dressed, and then they'll they'll weigh your heaviest five hogs. I think we came out with a total of like five hundred and forty five pounds or something like that, or close close to that. That one boar hog dressed at two hundred pounds even. It's a good pig, man. Yeah, he was a, he was a very solid pig. I mean, just a just a good pig to kill in general. Um, the rest of them were kind of on the field dressed. Uh, that toothy one was uh, maybe one twenty, and everything else at that was maybe like a hundred or ninety. 
so uh, this particular tournament you were in, there was two divisions, right? There was a dog division and a rifle. Yeah, there's gun division and there was a rifle division. Um, tell me a little bit about about your hunting stories and with this big pig. You know, how did it go? How were your dogs running? Um, was there a moon out? You know, what played in your favor and, and what hurt you? Yeah, for sure. Um, Friday night, it was. It actually the wind picked up a lot more than I would have liked, especially later in the night. So we kind of called it quits around uh, 2.33 because it was almost just not the, uh, not even worth really hunting. If if the dogs would have picked up anything, it would have been it would have been tough to track it with that wind blowing so hard. But uh, we killed a couple, couple little hogs Friday night. Um, Saturday morning, we woke up kind of early and pretty much hunted all day long, took a two-hour rest, but... We didn't really get on really any of them boar hogs till Saturday Saturday evening. Um, we we were hunting that place with the creek that I that I told you about, and uh, that toothy one was just laid up right in right on the side of that bank. And one dog found him, and the other dogs weren't that far away, and they uh, baited him up. And cash dogs got in there and caught him out. Actually, only three dogs caught him out off the bat, and the rest were. The, the rest were along with us. The other ones were kind of out hunting. Those younger dogs were hanging around us a little bit. But three dogs caught him, and uh, he only he only managed to cut one. Nothing nothing real bad. So Didn't need any was, stitches? No, nothing like that. Just a really, uh, little skin tear. Uh, that other that other big boar hog was uh, laid up in a pretty big, pretty thick mott. It would, and that's when it was kind of a Saturday evening. It started to get kind of cold. And I figured, I, I was like, they're either going to be out moving, this weather's going to have them out moving, or they're going to be laid up somewhere. And sure enough, he was laid up uh, in a pretty thick mott. We had to we had to get down on our knees and crawl for that one. But it opened up a little bit on the inside of it, so we got to stand in there. And So when you say mott, to, to the guys out there that, you know, don't know what that is, describe what, what a mott is. Uh, It's just really like a model brush, just a big circle I mean, a lot of the times, or at least down here, there'll be like one or two main trees, and then a bunch of little ones grow in between them mm-hmm. and all around them. And it's just a real, real heavy thicket right there in one little area. And, and down here where we're at, most likely you're talking about wee satch and mesquite. Exactly. Okay, so a bunch of thorny stuff. Yeah, about to say those of y'all who don't know what a wee satch or mesquite is, they're, they're both very thorny. I think wee satch probably being a little bit more aggressive. Uh, I think they're. What originally out of Africa, very tough tree, uh, very invasive, something that we deal with down here quite often. Um, they're not an, an easy tree to kill. They're very bushy. Yeah. And uh, if you don't take care of your property, you will become overrun with them really quick. I, I've seen properties bulldozed to the dirt, and within two years, it's you can't even tell. Like they never did it. Yeah, because they yeah. and they come back even stronger. If you're not out there constantly. Yeah, if you're not killing, spraying, the, I mean, killing not, the root system or anything like that, they're going to come back. Yeah, I mean, people have cut them down, and where the root, where the base is, they'll, they'll grow back. Yep. Like a little bush. Almost almost worse. Yeah, you know? exactly. It, the worst thing you can do, I think, is cut them down. You pretty much got to get the root system out of there and uh, burn them. That's yeah, what we do. pretty you much. Know? But... So, we are looking at, you're down by three. There's a couple guys on this list. Third place, Squeal Team 6, he's got two. 
last month he put up some numbers. He put up 15 in a pretty short amount of time. Yeah, like half a month. Um, then you got a new player in here, a guy that I personally don't know him. I got a, I, I have him on Facebook, and from a lot of the people around this area, they talk about he can – He's a big player. Yeah. He, uh, he can kill a lot of hogs real quick. Yeah. I I don't personally know him either. Uh, I know some people that do know him, and they're like, man, that, that dude kills serious hogs. Like, I've, I've, I've seen on Facebook, like, two gooseneck trailers just full of hogs. <laughs> it's like, it's almost scary, you know what I mean? Just And he's entered in both. He's in true hog yeah, hunters. Yeah, he's in both of them. And he's in army hog hunters. So, if he has a good month, you know – and I know them. I think the hunting's going to get really good here. You know, we're going into springtime. I got a feeling it's just, you know, I'm seeing a move. I don't know about you. I know you. I mean, well, obviously you are. You're killing all of them. <laughs> um, but they're starting to move. I got a feeling this guy's going to put up some numbers, and he's going to be one to watch out for. And I say this is coming. You know, Clayton with Punisher Hunting, who is one of the most serious hog hunters I've ever met. Is, is bragging about this guy. Yeah, he's, you know, and they live in the same town. Yeah, so. so they, you know, when you got one guy who's got a business in hunting hogs saying, hey, this guy's the real deal, I, I, I'm i curious to see what numbers he's going to put up. Yeah, man. me too. I mean, I've, I've seen pictures of it. It's, like you said, he just joined the tournament, but I think, I think on his, on his best days, I'm going to be, I'm going to be hurting, man. I, I mean, I, I, yes, I am killing hogs. I'm producing putting up numbers, but some people just, they just, they just got it like that. You know what I mean? And they can put up serious hogs in short amount of time. Well, when we first started talking on this podcast about your hunting, you know, it was deer season. And the biggest thing that was killing you was your, uh, availability for land. Yeah. You were, you were really, uh, everybody was hunting deer still. And a lot of the places you were hunting were like, Hey, hold off till after we're done. And, you came in after deer season. You started to hunt the, the the previous properties you'd had permission to go on, and you we talked about you've acquired some more. You just acquired one the other night, yeah. Again, so you're you're kind of, you know, I know you don't like giving yourself a whole lot of credit, but here in the the past few months, due to this tournament and you being able to prove the numbers you're putting up, you, you've actually acquired a couple more places. Yeah, and I think just staying consistent and doing what you say you're going to do and. If you go out to a lander and tell them, I'm going to put a trap out here, uh, I'm going to run dogs out here, just letting them know, you know what I mean? And that's word of mouth, hey, this guy's killing pigs off of my place. He might be able to help you out to his buddy or something like that. And just and That's exactly what's happened for yeah, you. Yeah, that's exactly what's happened. What's your estimate this month? What are you going to – last month we talked about you broke the record. You, you killed 30 hogs last month. Give me a number. What you thinking you're going to finish with? What are you thinking that these other guys are going to finish with? I mean, just just I know you got nothing based on. You got two new guys in here. I mean, we'll count. We'll, we'll say three. Squill Team Six has only been in here since last month. So, where do you see yourself at the end of March? Today is March eighth, twenty twenty one. So we got we still got three weeks of hunting left. Where do you see yourself at the end of the month? What do you think it's going to take to win? Who do you think it's going to take it? Um. I want to say I'll, or at least I hope I want to finish around with 20 hogs or so, 20 or a little more, hopefully. Um, I mean, Clayton did that in one night, man. If he if he went out 
did it another night and got another 10 or 15. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. 25, maybe 30 hogs on an even better night. Yeah, yeah. and and we're looking at – sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, we're no we're looking at, you know, first, second, third, and fourth because that's that's all that's up there right now. And actually there's a there's a two-way tie for third right now, school team six with two, Vernon Jansen with two. Um, and the only reason school team six has that, that number third spot is because he's got a total of 17 for the year. Um, his his year to date total breaks breaks the tie, puts him in third. There's another name that's not up there yet, and I was just talking to him on uh, Friday night. Ethan Bain, we talked about four, our, yeah. our winner uh, back in January, hasn't had a lot of time to go hunting. But um, talking to him the other night, he, he's going to start making time. He's, oh, I got you. He's ready to uh, to get back in it. He was he had a wedding a while back. He missed out on a hunting tournament, and He's just been – there's been a lot of stuff going on personally that has, has kept him out of the field. You know, but back to the tournaments, what's, what's cool about, you know, you hunting this tournament this previous month um, is you can still hunt those tournaments, still turn those hogs in while hunting ours. Because exactly. we don't require you to bring in a hog for weigh-in or anything like that. It's just we just need pictures. We need to be able to tell where and when that hog was killed, and that's all in the, the data of that picture. Um, so you can hunt both tournaments. Yeah, mine just showed up with uh, no left ear. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that sparked up a little conversation. Hey, man, what what happened to your ears? And we're like, well, I'm in this other tournament too, you know what I mean? And you can use them both. And, I mean, not to not to bash any other tournament or anything like that, but this one is hands down the best bang for your buck, I tell you that. And it doesn't take all weekend. And, you know, like I said, you can hunt when you can. Guys like Ethan – he missed out on, on a tournament, I think, in Wharton County. I, I want to say it was around El Campo. He said because he had that wedding going on. Yeah, there on, is an El know? Campo tournament. So, so he wasn't able to attend it because he had other things going on. This tournament, you know, we know guys like him at any given time can jump back in. He may be the last, you know, two days go out and hunt, put up some big numbers like he's done in the past, be in the running. I mean, you know? he did it in one night. Yeah, so that's the great thing about it uh, is that – like like me, I've talked about my kids, you know. I have to wait until my dinner's done, with dishes, cl- house is cleaned up, kids are down before I even think about going out. Um, and I think a lot of guys are like that, yeah. you know. Um, going out and hunting some of those little tournaments, you know, it's like you, single guy, you know, you got – you get to go out and do that stuff. You don't have to answer nobody. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, uh, I'll I'll be home Sunday, Mom. She's yeah. like, All right. No, I, I got a I, I got a wife. I I got to answer to, and and she would literally, I think, uh, kill me <laughs> if I spent all weekend hunting. You know, she a lot of stuff to, that goes on around the household. But we talked about the prizes last time we were on, on we were on this podcast, and and. They've changed. We talked about first place in the True Hog Hunters Tournament is going to win themselves $100 cash, which pays for your entry fee and then some. And then you're also going to win, uh, w- uh, sorry, you're also going to win a uh, ground blind, a uh, Maristep Doghouse Spring Steel ground blind, little pop-up. Second place gets $50 cash and 100 rounds of 5.56. We all know how valuable that stuff is today. That's a full metal jacket round. Uh, and third place is going to get two boxes of ammo, of your choice, and I'll I'll go ahead and say it right. As of right now, I have 308. As of right now, I have a little 6.5 Creed. I can't say what tomorrow's going to bring. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's flying off the shelf faster than we can make it, but, you know, that's what I got right now. 
the Army Hog Hunters tournament is staying the same. You've won Marley X sunglasses. You won first place before. Um, we've talked about those bait corn, uh, the hog wild berry pack as a trapper. Some, some good really, stuff. really good stuff. Uh, and then I have some scent blaster camo dust coming in. I won third place last month. Um, got the scent blaster camo dust on its way. That's also a third pl- third place prize for this month as well. So looking at that's first, second, we went through the, the places, uh, actually in third place with army hog hunters, we got, uh, they changed their name, I think from hogging to pork hub. <laughs> that's Patrick. We, Patrick came out to the NRA, the friends of the NRA banquet on Friday. That's what got you to the late start in the tournament. Yeah. We were at the friends of the NRA banquet here in, in fall city, Texas. And, uh, doing all that and had a really good turnout. Got to talk to Patrick. Ain't seen him in, in, in a good while. So nice to catch up with him. He brought his wife and uh, just nice for him to come out and support a local uh, fundraiser. That was a uh, really nice of them. Had a great turn, a great turnout. Uh, I thought for, for the times it wasn't uh, as big as last year, but uh, overall it was uh, stakes were really good. Everybody yeah, seemed was. to be uh, very generous and uh, it went very well. So you are looking at, you got 47 this year. You yeah. got 47 hogs. You're about to hit 50. You got, so you had 66. You just put up, you got 72 since we started this tournament. You're pushing 100. Yeah, you, I hope to be, I really hope to be the first to do it. I mean, it'd be nice. Uh, any of these other guys can very well do it faster than I can, but I'm going to try to stay on it and see if I can make it happen. Ethan Bain is a total of 39. And then third place, this is year to date right now. Yeah, total haul. Yeah, year to date since January. We're talking about Travis has 47, Ethan Bain is 39, and Squill Team 6 has 17. And the reason I want to, we're keeping track of the year to date and why it's important. We got a lot of plans. We, we like to give out prizes. Um, eventually, I like to give out prizes for people meeting certain goals. That's That's down the road. But... If you're not competing in the month to month, but you are going out, like say you're winning fourth, fifth place every month, but you're you're putting in some numbers and you're putting in the work. Don't di- don't get discouraged because I have a prize that we are going to give out at the end of the year for the most hogs taken in the year of 2021, and that's going to be a AR10 chambered in 308. Oh man! So that's that's I mean that's yeah that's that's <laughs> kind of like the the when you talk about a hog gun yeah exactly that's one of the top ones on the list. So if you're not winning, if you know you feel like you're kind of discouraged because you know you were close one month and then you got beat and you get beat, keep it up, yeah, keep just, going out there because we got something for you at the end of the year if you win it. You know, just because and it may be there may be a guy just absolutely kill it in one month. And get fifth, sixth, seventh the rest of the year. Exactly. I mean, that could very, very well be me this month. Yeah. You never know. I mean, you may you won last month. You may never win again. Exactly. But, but you are showing so far to be the most consistent. Now, we both know good and well guys like Punisher Hunting. You know, suppose this guy Vernon Jansen can put up some numbers on you. Yeah. 
Um, but and then I know again, they will. You know, as far as Punisher hunting goes, he has a, a specific season that he does really well in, and then it kind of dies off. That's true. You know, so when all those all the, all those farm fields before they're harvested and they're growing up, mm, he can't run a sheep through there. Yeah, I you mean, know? not to say he he ain't got some other yeah he, plant, he yeah he's, they don't plant. He's got at other all. places, yeah, you know, but, but for the most part, during the during the middle of, before harvest. He's kind of limited to what he can do. So true. there's going to be some months I expect big numbers out of him, and there's going to be other months where, you know, he's not going to put up big numbers. And that's with everybody, you know. There's very few guys out there that are going to just be consistent and really put up some big stuff. So um, you're in the lead right now, bud. Don't let off the gas. Yeah, I'm trying not to. You know, um for those of y'all first-time listeners, guys, wonder what we're doing here. This is an online tournament for hog hunting. I don't need you to shoot a pig. We're not doing any weigh-ins. This isn't biggest hog, longest, longest cutters. I don't care about that. This is a numbers game. We are getting beat in the war on hogs. So we decided we're going to create a tournament to give people the incentive to go out and try to kill as many hogs as they possibly can. There's a lot of guys out there, they're doing it for free. They're doing it for fun. So why not add a little motivation to them and that was me until i joined this yeah i mean you can go out there now and and at the end of the year we're gonna give away an ar-10 exactly and a lot of times i'd I'd go out there and i mean hunting is hunting i'm at the point where a hog's a hog i don't care if it's the size of a coke can or the size of me i'm i'm satisfied killing them but going out there hoping man it'd be nice to get on a big toothy one tonight or not i mean you go out there and almost get let down yeah you might catch a little shoulder too but now, even at that, I still get to enter him in this and say, "Hey, I still got something out of this." Well, on top of that, your trapping game has came, you know, really stepped up. Yeah, that's true. You know, I know for a fact that you've been watching your traps a lot harder. We're trying to to give out prizes um, to the guys out there that are that are out there killing pigs, doing what needs to be done. Um, we're not we're not going to get anywhere on not on solving this issue on this invasive species if we're not going out there and hunting these things down doing our part um i i'm personally not not for poisoning no i don't think that's the solution i've said that before um i think i mean think about it i mean how many how many of us out there own a rifle hunt how many of us got if every hunter out there was to take just one friend who's never killed anything before and let them hunt, I think we would, we would do a lot better job yes, on, on at least pressuring these animals, you know, and moving them out. I know if we go out there and hunt on my place today and I killed a couple hogs, they're going to move over to the neighbor's place. I'm not going to see them for a while. Um, if my neighbor's also hunting them or allowing somebody to hunt them, then they're going to keep moving. Basically, it's going – if we're going to end up shooting more. Yeah. If I'm trapping, hunting with dogs, you know, we have to keep these animals on their toes, and that's really not what's happening. I've talked about the river bottom before being just absolutely tore up. It's because that's their, their, their safe haven. They can go down there and not – it's like a jungle. Exactly. Uh, it's very hard to hunt it. The banks are really steep. The brush is really thick. Um, you're not going to sneak up on them no. down there. They're too smart. They, their senses are too good, except for their eyesight, of course. But they're going to hear you, they're going to smell you, and they're going to move on their merry way. Yeah. 
that's when your dogs usually come in and and you know that's that's where dogs to me are, are the are the best choice yeah even Dog- uh like you're talking about pressure and hogs like even on that even on that big place the biggest place i've got i can i can go out there almost any given night and strike hogs in that front field it's even if i am pushing one sounder out there's usually another one around mm-hmm. if not on that side of the place then the other side of the place and that creek does help a lot don't get me wrong but I mean, I pressure them hogs weekly, and there's still usually always something around. Well, and that's because there's not enough of us doing exactly. it. Exactly. You know, if we were to up our number, we guys, we have the largest army the world has ever seen with just the everyday United States citizen owning a gun. Um, that's a big reason why back in the 40s, Japan didn't come into California. I mean, they knew there was an army within the United States, farmers, ranchers, just just people alone that have a gun, yep. and not either whether it be in a gun safe or nightstand, whatever they may have. Um, I want to encourage you, as a as a hunter, to get out and take somebody that's never hunted before and get them into hog hunting. Um, I've seen it. I've done it taking people that that have never done it before and they fall in love with it and now you got you got another gun out there exactly. you got somebody else teaching them the right way of course you know gun safety um if you can get them to process that animal don't let the meat go to waste you know wild hog meat to me is some of the best meat out there prepared right especially now, a good sow good sow yeah you yeah. get anything between like a 50 100 pound sow oh, oh yeah. it's, it's amazing that's good eating right there you know, I, I'm not big on, I've done it, but I'm not big on eating 200 plus pound boars. But then again, prepared right, cook slow. You know, they, they're they still pretty, they're a little gamey, but I, I don't mind that. But if you get somebody out in the woods, and that's it, just get them out in the woods, that, that, that's a, get them away from the city, get them away from the everyday, you know. It's almost like they're like, Inner human just comes out, you know what I mean? Like the real, the real way we are. Yeah, just comes out. Yeah, I'm, I'm. It's, it's very peaceful for me. But if you get them into hunting hogs, you're you're going to be doing this world a service, doing this country a service, honestly. Because what was it? It's over one point five billion dollars worth of damage they did a year ago. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. I mean, it's and I think that's just on like farmland, right? Farm and ranch land. Yeah. You know, these things aren't just going out there and eating eating corn crop, milo and alfalfa and stuff like that. They're going out, they're 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 stealing feed from from livestock. Um, not only that, but they're spreading disease within livestock. Breaking fences, breaking I mean, you know, everything. People's feeders have go and check out if you got time, go and check out Punisher Hunting's Facebook page. I believe he has a video of a hog actually sitting in a cattle trough. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, the feed trough. Yeah. He he's eating and uh, as they're eating, those of y'all who know, a, a pig will defecate. You know, yep. he'll urinate, defecate, all, all in the uh, where those cattle are eating. If he has any kind of disease, he can transfer it to those cattle. Um, and therefore, if, if those cattle are used for human consumption, you know, you could, you there could be, you too could be yep, uh, at exposed yep. at risk to, to whatever they have. So uh, they, that's the same. They go to stock ponds and they lay in these stock ponds. Same thing. They 
they they pee and poop all in the stock pond. The cattle come and they drink it. And, yep. Or you know, or like people like me and you who actually swim in them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, knowing we, what goes on in yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Uh, everybody gives gives us hell for for swimming the San Antonio River. You know, it's like well, I, I haven't sprouted out any tentacles or growing yeah, a second head true. yet so as soon as that happens i might just stop no but <laughs> it's probably not that, that that river's come a long way in yeah, the past, past 10 years i think the san antonio river authority has done a great job helping clean it up i know as, as a as a kid i wasn't very fond of getting in that water but you know here recently it seems like it's really cleaned up and to me it's one of the most natural rivers uh in the in the state there's not a dam on it. It's very untouched. There's not a bunch of houses and stuff on it, so you don't see, you know, like the Guadalupe and the Frio and stuff like that. You got a lot of uh, traffic. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of people living on it, and there's a lot of water being sucked out of it. But San Antonio River is still pretty wild, you know, about as wild as they come in, in today's world. So uh, we catch a lot of fish out of there, eat a lot of catfish out of that river. It's a big alligator guard, too. Oh, yeah, gigantic. But, man, that's going to do us on time. We're running up on our 30 minutes. we got to get going. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, do your part. Get out there. Kill as many hogs as you possibly can. Try to win you a monthly prize. Think about that AR-10 at the end of the year coming up. So we're in March. We're at March 8th. we still got a long ways to go this year. Anything can happen. Like I said, we got some big players playing now. We do. And uh, these guys are going to. I'm really curious to see what they're going to bring. Travis, keep it up, man. You're you're still right there with them. You know, you're playing against guys with, with some heavy artillery. Yes, sir. I mean, some guys with some nice thermal, guys with a lot more land. They got a lot of access. Um, and you're right there with them, man. So, so don't stop. You're doing a great job. Keep trapping. Keep chasing with dogs. I, I, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Everybody, please be careful. Snakes are going to start moving. Um, talk to Oh, Alan Camber killed, yep. down south killed a big old rattlesnake, you know. Uh, he said it weighed 15 pounds. That's a big snake, man. Big snake. That's like, like he was talking about uh, snake boots. He goes, that's the kind of snake that just break your leg. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's going to do us, everybody. We are out of here. Y'all have a good one. Stay safe. Thanks for tuning in. Oh.